0: Laws relevant to when the fast of Asar B'teves falls on Erev Shabbos. It is a very strange occurrence to fast on an Erev Shabbos, or be required to fast on an Erev Shabbos, and in essence enter into Shabbos when you're starving. And in this halacha we will give a short summary of the main points relevant in halacha and custom and minhag to such an occurrence when Asar falls on Shabbos. So first off, as the Mishnaburah points out, a sara is the only possible fast in the Jewish calendar that can fall on Erev Shabbos. According to our set calendar, no other fast can fall on Erev Shabbos and no other fast will fall on Erev Shabbos because by the time Mashiach comes and we reenact the sanctification of the new moon, the fasts will be abolished. So this is the only one. Even though it falls on Erev Shabbos, the halach is that we fast on that day and do not delay the fast. As recorded in the Pisgim, the Ramah 553, the Al-Tareba 249.12, and so is the consensus of all the Paiskim, that the fast is not pushed off. And it does not have the same law as a fast that falls on Shabbos itself. Regarding if one may take a haircut on a fast day that falls on of Shabbos, so in general it's permitted to take a haircut on a fast day, but some, Bali Nefesh or Machmir. However, in the event that it falls on of Shabbos, even they should not be stringent, and it is permitted to get a haircut even if they usually avoid it on a fast day. Until what time is one to fast? So this is one of the main and important questions of when a Sarabatev falls on of Shabbos, and the answer is, is that there is no leniency associated with this fast day. Just because it falls on of Shabbos, and just like on every fast day, you must fast till say Sekichavim LaHashlamataynis. So too, when it falls on of Shabbos, you have to fast till say Chavim, even though it automatically and consequently means that you will enter the fast, you will enter Shabbos on a fast, starving, oppressed. With a headache, possibly. Nonetheless, that's the halacha that one must follow, and this ruling applies even if you choose to accept Shabbos early and daven Maariv early, and you're back from shul early. Nonetheless, till Teisak there's nothing to talk about. You cannot say Kiddush, you cannot say Amayitzi, you cannot eat, unless of course you're sick, in which case you can break your fast, even on a, on the regular fast day, and certainly on Shabbos after Shkia. So long as you're not in a category that you're exempt from fasting, you must fast with Tzasek'i in all cases. So is the final ruling of the Tareb in chapter 249, Halacha 12, and so is the ruling of the Roman, 249 249.4, and so is the Halacha. Now let's tackle the question, do you have to break your fast right away as soon as Shabbos comes in by Tzasek'i so the answer is that you are not obligated to make Kiddush as soon as it says kechavim, so you don't have, uh, end up fasting even one second on Shabbos itself. As the only time there's a prohibition to fast on Shabbos is when you don't eat with intention to fast. But if your lack of eating, Pasayi Tzachik is not because you want to fast, but due to other reasons such as... I have to walk home from shul, or it takes time to Davin Meirev, or I'm going to wait for the guests, or it's the seventh hour that I don't make kiddush, whatever the reason is that you want to justify delaying your eating, you may do so and there's no prohibition involved. Nonetheless, as we will explain when we begin discussing when to Daven Meirev, it is initially proper, and it makes sense of course, for everyone to arrange to be able to say Kiddush as soon as possible after nightfall in order not to elongate one's state of oppression on Shabbos. And thus, it's proper to arrange Davening Meirev early, even prior to nightfall, for this purpose, as we will discuss momentarily in length. Let's first discuss Mincha. Mincha verev Shabbos. So Mincha V'Rev Shabbos follows a typical Mincha in terms of that you say Mincha, Prior to Milchit you say Haidu, and you say Patech Elio, as usual for Erev Shabbos. And then is when the change begins. After Ashrei and half Kaddish, the Torah is read just like on any fast day. We read Pashas Vayichal. Now although on a fast day we usually say Tachonon Avinu Malkeinu, since it's Erev Shabbos, we do not say it. So we omit Tachonon Avinu Malkeinu from after Chazar Sashatz, from after Shemina Esri. Aneinu is recited as usual in Mincha, just as it's recited on every fast day. For this reason, one is to be careful to daven Mincha, including finishing Khazar HaShashatz prior to Shkia, prior to sunset, even though on Erev Shabbos many are lenient to go past sunset, especially in the winter. It, now, by the Sar fast, you have to be careful as otherwise you enter into a question about reading the Torah and saying, Aneinu after sunset when Shabbos has begun. So bottom line, the make sure to try to finish Khazar HaShashatz and certainly finish Kriya's before Shkia. Nonetheless, in the time of need, the Torah may be read and any may be said up until nightfall. Let's now discuss when to Davin Meiruv. So, while usually today we are very careful to only Davin Meiruv after Tzayi Sekei so we fulfill the mitzvah, of Krishna on time and fulfill the mitzvah of Mayur according to all on time. Nonetheless, in a situation such as this one where we're fasting and everyone is oppressed, it is mutter and encourage for one to daven Meirav early, starting from after sunset, in order so you don't have a contradiction. If you daven mincha after plag, therefore the best thing is to delay till after sunset, even though it's before tzisikichavim, and in such a way you can arrange to conclude Meirav and, and be able to go home and make kiddush at the earliest time possible after tzisikichavim. So again, all shuls should arrange that Meirav should be davened right after mincha, after shkiyah. Kabbalah Shabbos, you can already begin right after Mincha, even before Shkia. The main thing is that you should wait until after Shkia to begin Meirv itself. If there are people in this Minyan who have Davin Mincha, after Plot. In the event that this is being followed and Kriya Shema in Meirv was read before Tzasek Echavim, then everyone has to remember and the Gabbay should announce after Davining that after Tzasek Echavim, immediately, so everyone doesn't forget to do so, they should recite all three paragraphs of Kriya Shema with intent to fulfill the Mitzvah Deir Eiso. After that, everyone can go home and make Kiddush as early as possible. Now the question is, what about those who are accustomed, as is the Chabad custom and the custom of many Chassidim, to avoid making Kiddush between 6 and 7 and Eretz Yisrael, between 5.40 and 6.40? Do they have to make sure to be home to make Kiddush before 5.40 or 6 o'clock? And what do they do if Tzasek ends up smack in between the, that hour, between 5.40 and 6.40 or between 6 and 7? So Bakh Sheminar Tisol, this isn't relevant. The Say is sometime before 540, but nonetheless in other geographic locations, this can happen and will happen. That is between the six and seven hour. So in general, the accustomed practice of avoiding kiddush between six and seven is not kept in years that the tenth of tabers falls on air of Shabbos due to that it's too difficult. We want to oppress ourselves, our wives, our families on Shabbos. To continue fasting for an extra hour or somewhat. Nonetheless, there is no prohibition for one to be machmir even in this case and delay making Kiddush until after 7 or until after 6.40, he came home late from shul in Eretz Yisrael, let's say. And Rabbi Groner relates that indeed this is the Chabad custom, meaning while many other Hasidic groups are lenient to make Kiddush between 6 and 7 in such a case, in Chabad, Rabbi Groner related that we are machmir even when Eretz Yisrael is a fast day not to make Kiddush between 6 and 7. Practically, our suggestion is as follows. In those geographical locations where it's relevant to make Kiddush after Tzai Sekechavim, before the sixth sixth hour arrives, then Shulz and individuals should initially schedule their davening of Meirav and coming home from Shul in a way that it will not smack into the time that they don't make Kiddush, meaning that they'll make Kiddush beforehand. And if they need to daven Meirav early, as we said before, right after shkia, then that's what they should do. However, if this is not possible, then while it is a good thing to avoid making Kiddush even in such a case until the seventh hour has passed, those who feel unable to do so certainly have upon whom to rely. We will now discuss the option if it's possible to make Kiddush and eat a snack after Tzayzek night after nightfall, prior to davening Meirah. So in general, of course, it's best for men and women to daven mayer before Kiddush, and to wash on Lechem right after Kiddush, and not to eat a snack in between. Nonetheless, in a time of need, such as in a fast day, one may be lenient in the following scenarios. So regarding women. Women may recite Kiddush and eat at least a Kazaias of Mazayinus after nightfall prior to them davening Meir, Is it's not obligated in Meir. Accordingly, it's advised for all husbands to instruct their wives and daughters who are home fasting, that they don't need to wait till the, husband, the men come home from shul, they can make Kiddush as soon as it says hakechavim and have a Kazaias of Mazayinus to eat, at the very least a Kazaias. they want they can eat more. In order so be Kiddush B'makim Se'udah, although they should not eat too much in order to leave room for the actual meal, as you're supposed to eat the main meal, which is the bread, the with an appetite. So for women, it's clear they are allowed to make Kiddush right after Tzayzik with before Davening Meir, if they feel like it. Now, regarding men, it's a little more complicated, because we have an iser of eating prior to Davening, as we are obligated to say Kriyishma and Daven Meir. So lichat a man should not make Kiddush and have a snack before davening Ma'ariv, He should daven Ma'ariv first. However, in a time of need, he may make Kiddush after nightfall prior to Ma'ariv, to eat a kazayas of mazainus less than a kebetza, and he may then eat and drink other foods without limitation. And then stop to daven Ma'ariv. And this applies, this allowance applies, even if he has no shamer, no one to remind him to daven Ma'ariv. As if he has a shamer, then he can minadin even eat more than a kebetza, prior to Marev, as is the rule throughout the year. So let's now summarize all the options available of breaking the fast, the time of breaking the fast, when a surah falls in Erev Shabbos. So the first option is to arrange the David Mayurv after sunset in a way that you will finish by nightfall, and then go home and make kiddush right away, or if necessary make kiddush and shul. Although that is a secondary option as ideally we want to be able to make kiddush and wash right away. Rather than make kiddush and shul, have a snack and then go home and wash. Women who remain home can make kiddush right after nightfall and eat at least a kazais of Mazanus. In a time of need, even a man can make kiddush right away after nightfall before Meireth and eat at least a kazais but less than the kabates of Mazaynas and then Davin Meireth. May we merit that Hashem turned this day of Asara B'teves, Mi'Yagin le simchol menuchol just as the day of Shabbos, into which we will be entering right after the fast. And of Hashem with the coming of Mashiach will go from a day of celebration to a day of celebration of Shabbos. Thank you for listening to shuhanarcharav.com Our free services of making Torah knowledge available to the public depends on donors like you. Please help us continue our work through making even a small contribution at shuhanarcharav.com under the Daily Halacha Dedication section or in the subscription page. Also, check out our online courses and many Sepharim available for purchase that will both enhance your Torah knowledge and help support our work.